to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. It's the last wonderful time of the year. This bitch hit record when I wasn't ready. Just start over. We, I, I no. just edit it out. No, this is an organic situation. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say, I'm, I'm ready. ready. You're like pulling up my... <laughs> like that. <laughs> India is the little Hunger Games game maker. Little Seneca Crane just hit click <laughs> when a bit when Katniss wasn't ready. <laughs> I didn't have my bone arrow. This is like a, you know, your favorite term, India, recency bias reference. Cause uh, you watched it. No, I you watched- read the book. So I'm reading the prequel because of that movie. And then I got like a free trial to watch all of the, cause they were on Peacock. And then of course the minute I'm ready to watch them, Peacock loses them to like stars. So I get a stars free trial for a week, but then I was like deathly ill last week. So I was going to bed at 8 PM and like, couldn't use it so then i binged all of them almost in a day this is how fucking cheap stars and like an apple subscription is to the second that the subscription was over i had an hour left of the mocking j part two and it pauses like and the words start shuffling and it's like uh, uh, and i'm like what's wrong with this and then i hit like menu to like replay it and they were like would you like to rent or buy this movie how raggedy 57 minutes left on the film they were like nope <laughs> and that's why people don't have star subscriptions everybody i mean honestly powers books one through 72 now i i do have stars um via john i have everything via john mine is amazon um but it's not like the best like interface it doesn't have the best movies like it has outlander which is on netflix and then i has uh run the world which i do love but that's like one oh, i have heard that's good and I've stopped watching Power because it was just way too many powers. Um, yeah, I considered starting Power, but I think it was already on like six by the time. Power was really good, good. But then there's like Raising Canaan and Ghost. And mm-hmm. I think there's like, oh, then there's Tommy's thing. And I'm like, there's. That's too much. Like, I th- I didn't even make it through any of the Marvel shit. Yeah, me and either. It's too late. That's John. It- you know what i learned from these movies was the hunger games was on their marvel shit before marvel in terms of like casting every famous person ever because i've only seen those movies like in theaters mm-hmm. and when i got to that mockingjay one i was like damn mahershala lee's in this i remember julianne moore but then it was like two game of thrones women were in there like the main girl's best friend she's all that was in there somebody else i was like this is lenny true. kravitz lenny motherfucking god kravitz. I mean, but he was in there from the jump i'm just saying oh you're talking about the like, last one yeah mocking like, as the movies kept progressing they kept having all these people like they always had famous people but it was one of those like marvel where they're like here's literally mm-hmm. kind of like how the morning show is now on apple tv i, I, that, I see who the actors are it's like every a-list person on i can't TV. get into it like i'm on episode one and maybe i need to give it another it's, go i i don't think it's good i think it's for green goes 
Okay, because Lessons in Chemistry was so fucking good. If you if you have Apple TV, Lessons in Chemistry, let that be the show you watch. I have the book, so I'm gonna read the book over the holiday. Okay, because oh my god, the show I, was so good. But I like Brie so Larson. And then the other show on Apple is pretty good too. It's called the um, fuck. It's with a bunch of girls. I literally just had it on the tip of my tongue. The Buccaneers. Oh. Oh, I did hear about that. You should watch Bad Sisters. It's an Irish show and it's really good. I started it, but I haven't um, gotten into a deep dive. There's a real fun guy on there. So you should keep watching. Okay, because it seems more like a comedic version of Big Little Lies. A kind of. It's based on, I think, a Swedish show. It's based like on another European show and they just like adapted it in English. Um, but yeah, it's a black comedy. Like it's about this murder and figuring out who did it but okay. it's it's to me it's funnier but also darker than big little eyes okay maybe i'll like Reese witherspoon is like very like dips her to- like morning show and big little eyes like dips her toe in the tea but like these bitches jump right in you know okay maybe i'll start that like in the new year that'll be one of the shows i binge by myself yeah it's like a good winter show Okay, well, we're here at Pop of Color Pop to talk about Bravo. Um, we are yeah. going to do like a little rapsy upsy of Winter House, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the Roni Legacy Girls Trip because um, I did catch up to it. And what what a time, what a time it was! Yeah, uh, what a time. Which one to start with? Um, let's do what. Well, first, let's start off with my sweatshirt because I wore oh. it just for you. Okay. Not really. I pulled out my closet I was like, and well, as I was sitting down, I was like, her sweatshirt is about. I'm going to be like, why is that for me? And then I was like, well, but I mean, not really. It's just kind of funny because I don't so, actually feel this way. I mean, India's I do, dressed, but I don't. So India's dressed like an off-duty member of all that from Nickelodeon because like she has her bandana and her sweatshirt and it's like all in primary colors. Yeah. So it's giving <laughs> 90s child. I love the 90s. But her, <laughs> I heart the 90s. Her sweatshirt says, fuck that. Sex is sacred. Yeah. <laughs> and your boyfriend gave it to you. <laughs> Does he think that sex will be sacred? No, he was literally just giving clothes away. No, I mean, yes. But he was <laughs> literally just giving clothes away. and was like, do you want this sweatshirt? And I was like, oh, it's big. I love it. And then I was like, I, could, I cannot wear this anywhere, but to run errands, certain places. Yeah, like I can't wear that out of the house. I'd be bashful. Like I always want to get shirts that say something crazy, but. I'm like, I'm I can wear this to like a dive bar. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like. Like if you're out with your friends drinking. Right. But I can't wear this like to you go wear to a house. Not <laughs> I can't wear that to my grandma's. I cannot wear this. In my, I can't wear this home. My parents are like, what, what's happening wear here? This home. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing that? India had to get her sweatshirt story out, guys. Oh, God. As like, she opens baby. her bottle of wine. This bread and butter was on sale at at Publix. She's on that Sutton Strike diet. Look, I am off tomorrow and it's my only day to myself (laughs) because then I have to go. Guys, why is she yelling at me? To Virginia. I'm kind of like yelling in general because I have to go to Virginia. And then as soon as I get back, I literally have to work the next day and show new construction. So (laughs) we're here. Okay. No rest for the weary. 
No, I shout out to everybody having PTO this week, but me. So I was at work. Bitch, that's because I know, I know, I know, I know. Everyone sent me that meme from Sunday Scaries too. They were like, uh-huh, is this how you feel? I was going to send it to you. Did I send it to you? You might've been one, at least two people sent it to me. And I, I definitely like, looked at it and I said, off? I think this is, I said, this is you. I'm pretty sure it's you. you probably were one of the two, but multiple people sent it to me. And I was like, I get it. Well, look, while I was yes. washing my makeup brushes, I just kept saying like, at least you have PTO. Okay. I'm self-employed. What is that? <laughs> and that's why I'm not. <laughs> no, I literally went to work in person today. I'm working tomorrow and walking, well, not walking, driving immediately to the airport from work <sighs> and then get on the plane. And I'm going to go see my family, my family, like Brittany from <laughs> Vanderpump Rules used to say, don't talk about my family. <laughs> I was thinking more Fast and Furious family. Oh, you know what's funny? Um, I know he wasn't like in the other ones, but I was watching the SNL with Jason Momoa and he was like, never my vibe before, but like 15 years later, I was like, oh, he's hot. Oh, he's always the vibe. Oh my God. But like, wasn't, I'm saying, bitch, I was saying he was not my vibe before. Cause you know, I love the skinny deads. And so, <laughs> I mean, I also love a skinny dad. So AKA like, look at John. Burley, like was not my vibe. And then I was like, huh? You know, I had them all. <laughs> I'm 15 years late to the party is all I'm saying is that literally yesterday I was like, huh, hot. <laughs> Cause I did not get it like throughout the whole game of Thrones, Aquaman, whatever the fuck else he did. Oh, he's just so fucking hot. But I mean, and John brought this up. He was like, it's so strange. Like how women date men with like hair, like that's like longer than theirs or like just as long as I said I did. And he was like, Oh, choice. And I'm like, yeah, I've, had the dreadheads with super long hair that I've had to do. Yeah. I've had the curly Corbin blue looking men. And then I've had the Jason Momoa type of Not hair. A Corbin blue reference. Like literally people thought he was Corbin blue when we were in high school. So annoying. So he was funny. definitely a demon. Um, and then <laughs> I've had like the Jason Momoa hair where we're like comparing how long our hairs are to each other. Like, wow, my hair's, and we use the same products. Like it makes things easier. Just, I like, I've ever dated a guy with long hair, but I remember when I was little, I used to think it was so ugly. And I mean, little, like five or six. And then when Selena came out, the movie Selena came out and John said I had the long hair. Yeah. I was like, do I find this boy with a ponytail attractive? And I was very confused. A man with a pony. There's something about a man with a pony. It I... can't be. Every... Well, for me, it can't be everybody. And I like, and I'm definitely not into like man bun. Like, so when I was in um, I don't think I told any stories about my travels because I was ill last week and I was just like, we got to record and get over with. But um, when I was traveling, we did like this bagel class and we had this like hipster guy and he had a man bun. And I was like, oh, you look so annoying. Like little, you know, I'm an artist and this is my little workshop where I bake and teach classes. And he's secretly like a business school bro, but he's acting like he's all granola hipster. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I hate that shit. So uh, I can't me, say I've ever had a the man hair is like the long hair has to be the exception of the rule. Like I, it has to be like the right person. And it, it needs to be well kept because some oh, men absolutely. with long hair, they don't like they do the bare minimum. And I've had to be like, what is going on with your hair? Like if you're going to have it, do it. Any, any grooming in general or like any like self-care hygiene needs to be on point yeah we don't we don't deal with that 
very true. Um, <laughs> I have a thought for you offline later. Um, anyways, any other stories you want to tell before we get into it? Now that you've told us about your sweatshirt. No. <laughs> I'm glad that she like had to get this out. I thought there was going to be more to it. She's like, Joan gave it to me and I can't wear it in public. Yeah, no. I can't with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so instead of our popping poopy, I was telling India what we're going to do is like, particularly with Winter House, we're going to say like, who surprises us the most in the best way um, on this season and who was like the poopy of the season. I mean, I think we have to bar Danielle because that's too easy. <laughs> I'll do. <laughs> we'll get into Danielle because like I also watched the reunion and I get it and I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like it is really one of those like the truth is in the middle situations. Um, But I will start with I thought I was going to hate Casey because she was just giving like unkind words I won't say on this podcast but yeah she was just like I was like this girl's gonna be a bitch she's gonna suck she's gonna be like like the other blondes that have been on winter house before that we've forgotten about like she's just gonna be another stick in the mud but I love what a little weirdo she is and I love that like she was able to kind of find a way to gel with everybody in the group despite not having any connections to anyone coming in yeah and I like that she was like a little sporty spice like on her little skis and stuff running around and shit Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Casey. So surprise. And then I think I'm gonna say, and I was also surprised by the blood at girls, but mostly Casey. I think my downer outside of Danielle. Um, might low-key be Jordan, just because and it's no like fault of her own. Like I feel like she just wasn't really making an effort with folks and like maybe she's introverted and stuff but then like don't be on a show about like making new friends you know um yeah I feel like she didn't really like she got along with everybody like she was perfectly nice but I just don't feel like she really gave us that much on the show until like the end with some commentary but that's because she was also defending herself like she didn't do anything herself so I was like right she was fun on her season of summer house Martha's Vineyard yeah and I think she gave like context especially at the reunion because she was like this was like they filmed this even before Summer House Martha's Vineyard aired and so she just felt oh, like she was this new girl like in the house like no one knows her she's the only black girl in the house like she just didn't feel like yeah. she had any allies like and so she retreated inward but so I get both hands of it but again it's like you need to overcome that before you even step into the house so that you can be in party mode and like have a good time yeah and not like and also like I don't know if I've talked about this with you but I've talked about this with other people like everyone has like different issues right like social anxieties neurodivergence this and the other like have so many things in their lives that like are limiting to them but you also have to like choose to like how to treat that for yourself mm-hmm. and like how to build new habits to help you overcome that because you can't yeah. just be like well this is how I am and then not put forth any effort to improve in any way or change that about yourself yeah if it's sure. something that satisfies you yeah for sure but if you are okay hand, hiding behind like oh well I'm just really introverted then you're not like making the effort and then why are you on the show yeah, I'm like, it, no introverted people are tr- are on reality TV. Like, you can't be introverted and be on reality TV because normally 
like just straight introverted because like you Correct. like full introvert yeah like I'm an extroverted introvert like same um like I and can also we, talk to anybody like that's the whole point is like when I tell people I'm introverted they're like that's not true like you're so outgoing you're so this you're so that I'm like that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that like being social and being in big groups and like being overstimulated exhausts me and then I need like full time to catch up on that I know how to be outgoing I know how to make small talk and I'm like that's because I had to teach my like I learned at an early age if I wanted to get like make my goals happen or get something like an objective like I have to no one's going to do that for me so I had to teach myself those skills because no one else is going to like be the person that's going to help me reach my goals so right it's like again are you a proactive person or are you a passive person that just like reacts to whatever happens to you yeah for sure aka a loser oh god (laughs) um someone someone was like um and always runs on cameron diaz on the other woman she's like cry on the inside like a winner i i I mean my friends in the world who are the kate winslet's in the holiday but i could never relate like full cameron diaz in the holiday I'm definitely a, a more of a Cameron Diaz girl. Um, definitely. It's like, okay, well, let's just work through it. Like, I think someone said like, who, what through. is Cameron? D- I think it was on TikTok. It was like the signs of Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. And it was like Cameron Diaz, a Capricorn. And I was like, there I mean, <laughs> well, Amen. you might be sad, <laughs> but we're going to work through it. Literally work. Um, Wait, if you find out, we send it to me. You know, I love the holiday content. Yeah, I thought it maybe. Oh yeah, didn't you watch it for the first time this year? Mm-hmm. Fully, I've like seen bits and pieces, but I watched it fully because I've always been like Jack Jack Black. This is not realistic. Why would anyone follow? (laughs) Not this bitch. I agree. Like when I watched it, I was like, not for me. But I'm like, did the first three men that you wanted to cast not a lot of people? You know, it's funny though. A lot of people who watch it, like I hear other people say, like they do find him like charming in it i mean watching it actually watching it and seeing him in it like he was a lot a lot better than i thought he would be and like they gave him a little like i don't know je ne sais quoi so to speak in it (laughs) as much as jack black can have um (laughs) but i was still like okay like inclusivity (laughs) you know not inclusivity but we okay let's go back to bravo (laughs) (laughs) this bitch is rude as hell tonight (laughs) i always feel bad in that movie like i feel like kate winslet's been aged up her whole life like i feel like they try to make her look like she was 30 in titanic and 40 in the holiday and so on and so forth and she's always like 10 years younger than she is like dressed and styled yeah isn't it like it's a libra in real life i feel like it would be you know how like people get cast that are like actually like in their 20s but they're playing like a high schooler yeah like I would feel so insulted if it's like okay let's cast you but as someone's grandma (laughs) when you're actually 25 like I think like it used to happen more with like teen actors who looked like they could be like in college Mm -hmm. but not like a full like Hey, you're 25. Let's cast you as this 40 year old, you know. Like, damn, like, do I look that bad? Jesus. Correct. I mean, some people honestly but, just really age. 
terribly. I just get really upset when I watch like a movie from like 20 or 30 years ago. And I, I know the same thing still happens today, but just, I feel like it's less frequent when it's like a romance movie and the actor is like 45 and the actress is like 26. And I'm just like, y'all are wrong. So, so wrong. I mean, it's basically any movie Richard Gere is in. It's yeah. Richard Gere and some bitch that or is Tom Cruise. True, but he's so little. Like you forget, <laughs> little Napoleon, <laughs> tiny Tom, Harris, <laughs> tiny yeah, tiny little Scientology Harris. I'll never forget when that audio clip went around of him. Um, How is there a gnat in my house in the winter time? Like, what the fuck? Be the queen. No. No, I cleaned and I've never seen it before. I have never seen it in this year house. Probably from that sweatshirt. No, it may be from I did buy some fruit I like from the grocery store, so maybe it was from that. Ew. But I just killed it. So whatever. Um okay, so yeah, so my so who was your best surprise? Like that you didn't expect to enjoy something. My best surprise was Sam. She wasn't on the very long. Oh, we're going to have words. She wasn't on the very long, but I just felt so bad for her. And I was at least a happy in knowing her age, knowing her age, Ruby Langsley. Okay. All I'm going to say is like when I was watching the finale and the reunion, I went, oh my God, you're 24. You're 24 because it was like so such a like 24 year old way of behaving and it was so annoying. I was just really I mean, I I love that she like stood up for herself and the way that she needed to like in having conversations with Malia and Corey and whatever way that she needed to. And that she came to the mm-hmm. reunion because poor girl, she like lost it. Like she just it was I felt like, so bad for her because. Like- I just felt so bad. I'm like, oh my god, poor girl. Like, poor girl. With some clubs. I just wanted to give her a hug. I'm like, I just want to give you a hug. Like, you need a hug. Like, you need a hug. Um, and my least favorite. I will only say this because of because Winter House is supposed to be fun, and Amanda not fun. Like, I just don't understand what she got paid for. She literally packed up her entire house to go to Winter House to be late two times, which I get she was sick, and then to leave early. I'm like, so, like, wh-? and she didn't even really do anything. So I'm like, they need to stop cutting her a check because she's not working. Yeah. They need to cut, they need to not cut her a check. She's like, keep her on Summer House. Like, she doesn't really need to be in Winter House. Like, we can just hear Kyle say, I miss Amanda and that will be fine. Yeah. Like he's, or she can come for like a day and leave. Like she's really cheating on her a decade later. Like let's just let him be on his own. He's, yeah. They don't need to come as a package all the time. Like, no thanks. Also, I do think it's so, such a waste of money and so stupid that she packs that much clothing for two weeks. Yeah. You're not that big a deal. Cause to me, that just screams ego personally. And so. But Paige said she does that 
like on winter house, I mean, on summer house too, like she'll just like pack up everything that she wants for the summer and like takes it and like moves it in. And then like, but I think she, does that when I think she, she plans her outfits at least. I no, think no, no, no. She Paige said, I can't remember what podcast it was on. I think it maybe may have been on hers. I don't remember. Or the toast. She was like, no, Amanda stresses me out because she'll pack up everything. Like, no, for no, that's what I'm saying. It's that page. Yeah, and page plans. Yeah, and she's like, I don't need anything there. Yeah, that's why. What if I need it? I don't mind that Paige does that. Yeah, because she plans her outfits, but Amanda just doing what she does is such a waste and so disorganized and stupid. Yeah, and then Kyle's like, I gotta take everything. You know that she's unclean because we heard the thing about her being at BravoCon with the bare feet in the bathroom. Yeah, you heard that. Yeah, so. So then when she woke up to leave for the plane and it was 8.45 and her car was coming at nine, I was like, oh, so we're not putting on deodorant. We're not brushing our teeth. Like you just woke up dirty and got in that car to go home. And I was like, not surprised. Unclean. I mean, you know, I look at people's habits and I'm like, you have shoes on the bed. And that's all that I need to say. You have shoes on the bed. Honestly, I try not to judge people for wearing shoes in the house. Um, but shoes on the bed, I'm like, or on the couch, I'm like, that's all I need to know about you. I think if you're and if I see the bottom of your white socks and they are dingy, that's all I need to know about you. That's it. (laughs) But are they dingy because you were just walking around in a dirty house? But you can tell. I mean, that's gross in itself. You know, like that's the that's like the houses. So like to me, if you're in a house that's not yours, like you're on a winter house, I'm a little less whatever. No, about- not that. But I'm like, if we're like, I'm talking about like in your house, like oh, in a yes, normal yes. situation, not home, at like a party, no not like, on the bed. yeah, correct. And you take off your shoes and your socks look like you've been walking through the desert. Like you haven't claimed them. Yeah. Like, or what is happening? Like, it's just an ick. I get the ick. I just I don't like it that I understand I thought I'm just saying that in like another house like if you're walking in somebody else's house and you wore white socks and it's like their house is dirty you know oh yeah for sure anyways okay um so winter house finale Sam I love that like India is so supportive of Sam because I'm like you are so embarrassing right now and I get it like she's dumb she's a child but like Again, confronting Malia and being like, if you were in a situation for eight months, I was like, again, why are we saying that out loud? That's so embarrassing. <laughs> like he's 24. Because also, like, if you <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the only time I would be quote, like I would never be in a one per one-on-one situation for eight months. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I would that would be somebody that like I hooked up with when I saw them or like would be hooking up with, but hooking up with other people. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be if I'm because it's like you're giving yourself away. You're into this person like you want to be dating them. That's not exactly a situation. I mean, but they but they had agreed that they were exclusive, but you but you're all like, I don't want to tell him because I don't like being vulnerable. And I'm like, with whom you were in school, presumably. I don't know. She seems like she likely went to college, but. Like, who are you being so deep and vulnerable with before the other 23 years of your life? Like, calm down. I mean, but okay, give the girl some grace. She's 24. 
her and Corey were exclusively dating. Like they weren't fucking anybody else, seeing anybody else. But Corey that's like, I would, I would respect it more if she was saying like, I'm dating this person. To call that's what she should have dogged said. herself, calling her own self. She 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 did she did dog by saying that because that just gave Malia like well, and Malia's already a bitch, so Malia was just like, yo, like, and I usually don't like Malia, but I low key stand when she said it probably wouldn't be. And also, I liked in the reunion that Malia spoke up and she was like, I wasn't trying to like fuck with you, like I'm telling you to like support yourself you know what i mean and i like that katie was like malia's not trying to like fuck with you like malia wants women to stand up for themselves yeah because i also like, think sam was focused on some other chick instead of her man that's a whole decade older than her and won't claim her publicly and he admitted it on the reunion too he said yeah i just wanted to be able to see what i could get away with while i'm on this show i mean he did not say it like that it's a dog he did not say it like that he was like Yes. Uh, I, what did he say? I, I wasn't. He said, "I knew I wasn't gonna fuck any of them. I just wanted to flirt and like see but what then I." He could still. You could still say, "I'm dating this girl." He did say he was dating like her. It. He just said, "We aren't official, but we are dating, and we're not dating, and we're not seeing anybody else." Yeah, but he, he said like all made such things. a. He's 32 years old. He just needs to like be a 32 year old. You know, I mean, saying? honestly, it's dating a, a girl, it's and that's it. Honestly, it's men. And I thought maybe it was just, honestly, I thought like, oh, like maybe it's, you know, like when you like, because you're of a certain race, like you're like, oh, like, cause I'm always like, oh, black men, like they never want to commit. They never. And then I see Corey and I'm like, no, no men. It's just, men. It's, it's like, men. <laughs> because he and John are so similar. I will never say me and John were in a situation ship because you know that me. India was doing what I wanted, even though. Exactly. Well, you weren't, again, you weren't a puppy dog little girl in a situation ship, like waiting for someone to claim you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm like, you also, I would hope not. I was not 24 wanted. either. Like, you would have way less grace for me if I was like 30 years old. You're like, India, like, really? You're exclusively you're like, I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't want to put a label on it. I'd be like, tell him to fuck off. Like, I literally would, would say fuck off in my head Unless and want to date like, <laughs> someone else. Because this is the thing, like, and but men are dot. First of all, the first rule is like, this is a podcast that supports women. Men are dogs. Number one rule when I'm saying these other statements. But like Danielle and Sam both have the same problem where their words are not aligning with their actions. They're saying they're fine with something when they're not fine for something. Advocate for yourself. Speak up. Articulate like be clear danielle did articulate but danielle was also like wanting something that he did not want like their desires were unaligned but you know what i'm saying like danielle is trying to be the cool girl and guess what we all wanted to be a cool girl when we were 24 like i so badly until i was probably 30 wanted to be the cool girl oh it's no big deal Uh, whatever like I'll say 28. And then it became to the point where I'm like, fuck this. And I think Sam just has to like, she, her, her frontal lobe's not even formed. She needs to get it together. She doesn't know what's going on. She don't know. Well, look at it together. I mean, I just snap out of it. She needs to wake up bobblehead because she is looking dumb as fuck. And I do feel bad. Like I feel bad because I do know what she was explaining in the reunion. Like 
people online are dogging her myself included. No, I'm kidding. I don't think I tweeted anything because it's not worth like being that person. But like, you know, people are clowning her online. Her friends are like, hey, I just watched this. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, it's a constant barrage. So I do understand that piece. And I couldn't when Amanda's like, been there. And I'm like, don't, babe, shut up. Honestly, Amanda, yours was worse. Like, social media was way worse. worse. She did it in your face like five years in a row. And then you said, yes, I'll marry you. (laughs) Way worse. Amanda, just remind me why I don't fuck with her. Yeah, I just want Sam to get over the get over it in the sense of like, okay, we were exclusively dating. No, Correct. I think, Either but I do think she that needs to move on or she needs to break up. I do yeah. think that Corey crossed the line with the whole Malia spitting in his mouth twice thing. Like that's not cool. Like that's not okay. Yeah, that's like, I, but I she doesn't. The, I don't mind the tackling and the wrestling and the roughhousing, but like I do fault Malia for when Sam comes. Because Malia kind of, even though Malia doesn't, locked it up. even though Malia doesn't want to admit, she was kind of like peeing, on, like kind of trying to pee on a fire hydrant, like trying to like claim some type of territory that wasn't really hers. You know what I mean? Like, I would say not claim territory. I say like I think she knew, like she knew about the blind item and all of that stuff. So I think she was like she knew it would bother her, and she again knows that she's a thirty three year old woman that's like secure with herself, and this is like a twenty four year old, and like was punching below her weight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was just kind of like catching low hanging fruit, which was kind of lame on her part. But I too know having the devil on my shoulder when I want to be bad and annoy some chick I don't like. So I, I mean, can admit my toxic habits too. I mean, we've all done something. So like whatever. if I know it's I gonna just... make a bitch feel some type of way and like rile her up. Cause like <laughs> Malia was just like, I don't know, like I'm just being friends. And then she's like, but you don't seem okay and then sam starts crying and i was like it was funny i was like um, let's, let's take a break and come back because i'm gonna tell you how these white girls were acting even crazier with sam and i couldn't i couldn't handle it okay okay, okay. ruby tell me your thoughts um so like literally i was <laughs> i was eating breakfast watching this morning and i like was like okay i can remember most of this and then i was like oh no i gotta write down white girls are crazy because like the whole manipulative passive aggressive like i'm your friend i'm not your friend i'm your enemy nature of women like i don't relate to this and i'm sure we've discussed this ad nauseum like what you get is what you get like if you ask me a question i'm gonna tell you an answer if you have crazy energy i'm gonna give you crazy like there is no beating around the bush i'm not gonna play mind games unless i'm bored or think that you deserve to feel badly about yourself but these girls, like, that's all they operate on. And so, like, Malia, you know, is like, Sam, you need to, like, talk to Corey. Like, don't talk to me. You need to figure your shit out. Sam goes, cries in the bathroom. And I was already like, ugh, embarrassing. I mean, but she was also drunk, Ruby. Well, can't relate. You know, I've blacked out no less than 822 times in my life. A bitch was not crying. Um, None of those times you ever cried? What? None of those times that you've ever been blackout drunk at the age of 24. Have you ever cried? Yeah, because my grandpa died. So watch your mouth. Okay, beyond (laughs) that, Ruby, look at you hitting below the belt. (laughs) Look at her trying to avoid. No, I told you no. When I get drunk, I get inappropriate in a physical way. (laughs) Or I get riled up. Okay. Okay, Me Too movement. Like, (laughs) what? No. (laughs) 
Not me. Hashtag not me. <laughs> Hashtag um, not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you better not make that. I see you typing. No, no, no. No, no, no. We cannot get canceled next <laughs> I'm not writing that. <laughs> but no, I either get flirtatious or rowdy or angry. Never sad. God bless. Um, Because like bitches aren't worth crying about and dicks even less. Um, I know you've missed that word from my mouth. <laughs> I mean, it don't, it's only right for the, for the end of the year. Mind. Merry Christmas. Um, but like she goes to cry in the bathroom and I'm already like, ugh, shut up. See, I'm a crier. And I then, probably would have cried. Like, fuck this bitch. Like, see, I'm not like, that's the thing is I'm not a crier. So I'm just like, I'm like, what? Are you okay? Like, are you defected? Do we need to set you your factory settings back in place? And then Amanda, of course, hears the tears and she's like, let me go, quote, she does the white girl thing. Let me go check on her, which is let me make her cry more and tell me everything that happened. So she goes in with her fucking red leather pants thinking she's Britney Spears on Oops, I Did It Again. And it's like, Sam, are you okay? First of all, if somebody's crying, everybody, they're never okay. Right. Like whenever someone says, are you okay? When someone's in tears, you are the problem. Like, I hate people who have no self-awareness. Anyways, she goes in and does that. Casey is like, let me go see why the girl I called trash is crying. Like, again, like, that's not your friend. Like, stop being fake. So the fakery, I just wrote, white girls are crazy. And then I think that was the same night with the Danielle Jordan fight. And Danielle is not white, but... No, that wasn't the same night. That was the night That was the next one. Yeah, because... Because that night, uh-huh. I think Amanda had told Sam, like, have a conversation with Corey. Like, I think Casey told her the same thing, but this was before Sam knew that Casey talked shit about her. So then that's when her and Corey talked. And yeah. Corey was like, yeah, we're in a relationship. I don't want to lose you. Like, man. Their whole, like, conversation about that, we can just gloss over. Because I was just like, I roll of the century. I mean, look, honestly, that's how me and John like made it official. Not that in that way. Cause I'm not like a 24 year old. Again, but, I just don't, I can't picture you guys sounding that pathetic, so. but you know, if no, you did, then I won't. No, I didn't cry. I was like, you know, since you're not ready for a relationship, I think that we should no longer exclusively date and we date other people. We can still date each other, but we give ourselves the opportunity to date other people that know what they want. And a week later, he's like, I don't want to lose you. I love you. Like, let's figure this out. Okay, that's different. You weren't like, um, like, do you, do you want to be my boyfriend? Like, but at 24, whatever. I may have been. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. She's a 24 year old. And I kept going, oh, you're 24. Literally the youngest person in that damn house. And, and again, it's like also just again, clowning around him being 32 and doing all that. He's like, oh, it feels so high school because you're dating a 24 year old. Like you've decided to date somebody eight years younger than you because that's where your capacity is emotionally. I just don't like because on even on when on the reunion, he was like, you know, I just I'm defiant and rebellious. Like if someone tells me to do something, then I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it the way that I want to do it on my own terms. And I feel like men that are so, like are that stubborn, like it's just it's so annoying. Like for what? For what? I like the thing is, I have this thing where like I don't like being told what to do. And when it's certain people like 
obviously like the cliche like if my mom's like do this it makes me want to do the opposite or if like a group of same people, this is how you should act like which I think is like a natural inclination and also I've always said like my biggest pet peeve is when someone tells me what to do like unless they're like my supervisor or something you know what I mean or I'm asking for advice but when like unsolicited someone tells me what to do it drives me off the wall but I just think he like just has a lot of like excuses for how he acts and like he just like I I just don't think he actually wants to be in like a serious exclusive relationship with anyone but I think he'd rather do that so that he has like this steady thing with her like I think he likes her but I don't think he like in-depth care like cares in the way that she deserves to be cared about do you know what I'm saying well I don't know because on the reunion you know how we've seen reunions where men aren't apologetic where men are just like I mean that's what it is like Maybe I'm just triggered from Married at First Sight Australia because those men are literally trash garbage. Yes, However, so now your bar is even lower. I was glad that he at least like was like, yeah, you know, like was understanding and not like like making any excuses and not being like, you know, like he not like having a rebuttal for everything. He was like, I should have defined the relationship earlier. Like I made a mistake. Like, yeah, he just, like, I love her. He was, he was accountable. And so that I do appreciate because Sam was just in pieces and well, he is a businessman. So he understands optics. To a certain degree, but you can, give them all, you can give both of them all the grace you want, India. I'm just saying I'm giving yeah. Sam grace and Corey's just and that. to me. But they can cool. enjoy each other. Ruby is. <laughs> I'm a hater. <laughs> Judge Ruby. Clink, clink. Judge your executioner. <laughs> <laughs> Judgy. Um, what is the other one? Um, so now let's move on to the Danielle uh, Jordan thing. Uh, okay. So if I'm just looking on paper at the episode. like danielle i understand okay (laughs) i understand that if i really liked like if i was in danielle's shoes i would be livid like if i felt like my friend was like flirting with the person that they know like i have like are they actually friends first of all they're not friends but like they're purporting to be like jordan is purporting to be there for danielle yeah i mean like at the beginning of the show she's claiming like oh i'm looking out for you like i want us to be friends blah blah um so there is like that friendship and also like jordan never straight up says to her like i don't owe you anything per se so it's just like the sneaky link of it all again i prefer my villains up front like hey i know you like him but he doesn't like you so i'm gonna do what i want so i you good yeah, this fucking dog barking on the balcony. Like, put him inside. Oh. Well, luckily I can't hear them. But I just want to shrug. Um, but I like my people up front. Like, if you're going to be like, I don't care. that Like, he's not yours. I'm going to do what I want. Like, I'd rather someone tell the person to their face. So, like, the quietness of the flirting, I do think it was like, there was something a little sketch. But also, they don't owe her anything. But it doesn't mean they shouldn't be considerate of her feelings. You know what I mean? I think- so I understand how she feels and I understand feeling like riled up or like she's being played. But to, as again, like, I'm sorry that we're saying everybody's ages, like there are things, but like there are just things by certain ages, like you need to get together. 
for Danielle at 35 years old to like run up on someone in a kitchen and be like, you are so lucky that like, blah, 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 blah. Like you're talking to like, why are you dancing on this man that I have been fucking? I was just like, we have to say something explicit. Like, I, I don't think before like meeting Gabby on summer, like, I don't know how many women of color Danielle really hangs out around. Yeah. Cause you really can't run up on a black and Latinx girl like that in their face and not yeah. expect to get in the face. And Jordan was so calm. She's like, I'm here. So what do you want to do? Exactly. Like Jordan handled it well. And again, she probably knew too, like, I can't be the only black girl on the show and lay hands on somebody. Because and she probably I- knew like my season's already going to be enough. <laughs> so- <laughs> she said people haven't even seen Summer and Bria's scrap that last episode yet. <laughs> Because when I tell you, if someone runs up on me like that in my face and tries to put puff their chest out, I will put my hands on their neck and not in a pleasant way. And and I will shove you into a wall, man, woman, or otherwise. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. Unacceptable. Yeah. And like, I... you know, I do understand like sometimes it's like, again, if it's your friend, if they're drunk you know, you might have a little more grace and like, just, you know, fight with your words. Like Jordan did. I am like also a proponent of that. But if somebody was acting sideways with me, like had already said, like you're low energy because you need a man's attention. Like if I'm already kind of like, Oh, I don't fuck with you. And you do that. And I don't have like a real tie to you hands period over. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't fault Jordan. Like, based on the reunion I don't fault her because of course in the season you're like okay like you could have not a flirt with him so much but of course we're only seeing certain segments but she's like I treated I danced on everybody I danced with everyone and Alex is like I was an equal opportunist flirty person you Mm -hmm. just took it personally because you knew that I had a crush on her and then you also bit your words because in the hot tub we make out you're like okay go back to trying to get Jordan it's like yeah. Danielle, you're the person that needs to check themselves. Like, yes, Alex in the future needs to like to not like make things he needs messier. To be more he just needs to be more cognizant of yeah. of that. But like Jordan's like, I like me and him are friends. Like, and yeah, he's flirty with me, but clearly if I wanted to fuck him, I probably would have by now. Like, I don't. So what the fuck? Like yeah and then she's like then you changed in front of him she's like brian was there too we're all changing into onesies like you're literally just hyper focused on me and alex because you knew alex had a crush on me and you knew that like ultimately if he could have banged me he would not be banging you and so there's some insecurity there and probably some stuff with robert because i don't know how robert and her ended and but he made it clear like we're never getting back together and that may or may not have been because he was already seeing someone else like or liking someone i think else. that's what happened and yeah like, follow him on instagram and he had like posted with some girl and i was like mm-hmm. cool. yeah I, just, I saw that too so i'm like girl like you just need i just think she what just- she needed to say was i i honestly have been going to therapy to heal from this because it was a lot for me to unpack but she just kept on the reunion she wasn't like saving face it was just like disrespect 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 you're just being disrespectful 
I don't understand how a friend with benefits who flirts with every single person in the house is being disrespectful. Like if he were to kiss her, if he were to like, you know, like, like, yeah, I think it's like they said that it's because she knew he had a crush on Jordan. And I would say to like, I would have had that same insecurity as Danielle if I had had that happen to me. Like, and that's why if I know someone has a crush on someone else, I just don't even think of them as an option because I don't I don't want to feel that way. Like yeah. I don't want the consolation prize. So I just wouldn't have put myself, I would have just like either looked for someone who I'd be their number one, or I would look for someone outside the house when like they're at the bars and stuff. Yeah. And just hook up with that person instead, rather than, you know, shit where you eat. That's always the mistake yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah. So I just I didn't love Jordan and rubbing it in her face because if you also know that it makes someone feel badly, you know, it's like a Malia Sam thing. It's like if you know that that's something that's going to make someone feel badly, why would you like keep harping on it per se? Yeah, very true. But, like that's that is still a thing because it's like, but it's, again, again, I think Jordan is like if you, you weren't friends with someone. Yeah, and I think Jordan's like you're not face. you were never direct with me. Like you just danced around things, saying like you're low energy because you don't have a man. Like, mm-hmm. like you were dancing around the topic when you should have just said, "Hey, Jordan." Like because all you told Alex because men are literally going to take what you say and they're going to think like oh verbatim you said as long as you're not fucking anybody in the house he's like I wasn't fucking anybody I flirted with every single person which what she really meant was like I just would like for you to be respectful but then it's like I mean does he really owe you that like you maybe should check your own feelings that this is supposed to be a casual thing like I mean people who are actually casual don't care that's what I said in the past episodes like he doesn't even owe you anything because like you said you wanted casual so it's like again her words weren't matching with her actions but I do think in terms of the friendship like I get her frustration with Jordan more so yeah because it's like well you're my friend and you're like you're kind of picking at this insecurity you know I already have yeah just for your own like ego flattery that someone's flirting with you You yeah instead of saying like hey knock it off like you know this makes my friend feel badly um yeah even though we're friends like we don't need to do this in front of her yeah you know, but jordan did say she was like it. i backed off she was like the 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 nature of our relationship changed when y'all started fucking like but i don't think it did like that's the thing is i don't think it changed because she was never gonna she said she was never gonna fuck alex um and she flirted with him just as much after as she did before you know what i, I mean? just wonder like what we're like obviously we're only seeing like hyper focused moments yeah of obviously her and alex because of the whole danielle thing so i wonder if there's a lot of footage of like her interacting with brian the same way or interacting with like you know like i mean not interacting with Corey's door yeah that i I had forgotten about that when they said that i was like oh sam was like jordan out there knocking at 2 a.m i was like and they're saying, and that I saying, and that I saying. Jordan's like, I didn't yeah, know the clownery. It was unclear. Yeah. Also, I don't really know if I believe the celibacy claim of two years. She said she had an intermission, but we never heard what the intermission entailed. So I was like, okay, yeah. So that means I don't, I don't know if I believe her. I mean, that's I'm, like I'm like losing trust in Jordan at rapid paces. But yeah, I will say the reunion helped me like re understand Danielle's perspective, even though I would never act like that. 
I understood I, I just, it. I just in don't a, believe in ugh. I'm I'm an avoidant person. So like I will like once you watch Paris and Love, like I will explain how many things I feel similarly to her in. Like I'm I don't like confrontation. I don't like putting myself in things that I that even have the potential to make me feel badly. Like I don't enjoy anything of that nature. So like I just would have not even allowed myself to be in something like that where I didn't feel like this person was like 100% into just me. Like, yeah. And I'm ne- not, a no. casual, and I've, I've also never been like a casual girl. I've always said like, I'd love to be that girl. That's just like, yeah. One night stand with a stranger. Yeah. Like let's do these drugs and like being an art. I wish bitches. I wish I was that crazy and that cool. And I'm not like, I think about too many scenarios and I'm like death, illness, disease, children forever ties like debt like (laughs) all the practical shit beats out any like fun spontaneity in me yeah and that's another thing that danielle needs to unpack it's like this man clearly said he was into someone else and told you that and yet you still made out with him and fucked him and then continue to fuck him he said he just wanted to be friends and he friend zoned you, but then you somehow end up in his bed and fucking him. Like, and I've got a lot of feelings about her dating that boy from Southern Hospitality because that's not going in the right direction at all. No, that's going in the opposite direction of Alex, even. Yeah, like you're <laughs> dating this little weird child. Like, I'm like, how uh, old is Joe Bradley? How old is he? He's 26, 25 <laughs> or 26. He's little. No, Danielle. She's older than we are. No, Danielle. <laughs> like, I think that's such a bad decision. Also, he seems like such a douchebag that I just can't. I don't even know if he seems like a douchebag to me. He's just... um He was born in 19... 19- a baby. He's literally a child. A wee child. Because <laughs> I feel like women's frontal lobes may develop when they're 25. Men, I think it takes them till they're 30. Five. <laughs> <laughs> so John's still working. <laughs> he's still working. We're still working on him. Okay. He's a work in progress. God is still working on him. <laughs> Literally. Oh, Literally. he's 28. So maybe he was born in 95. I mean, and then, still, she's what, 36? Let me see. Let me verify. Uh, She's mm. about to turn 35. Yeah, Tomorrow. No. no, Friday. Happy early birthday, Danielle. Sorry that we're talking mad shit, girl. <laughs> I mean, Capricorn, like Sagittarius, I mean, God, winter. Oh my God, what am I saying? December Capricorns and January Capricorns. I can only relate to her in the sense that like, we do obsess because we want, we ultimately want to win. It's not even necessarily that we care anymore. It's like, we literally at that point just want to be competitive (laughs) and like we obsess because we want to win. I was going to say, don't make it about, um, December Capricorns because Ricky Martin, LeBron James and Jesus are all December Capricorns. And those are people we should aspire to live. Like you said Jesus. Okay. Ricky Martin, LeBron James, and Jesus. Okay. Find a holier trinity, baby. Okay. I have some thoughts on LeBron, but we'll save that for another day. All haters do. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the- I have no thoughts on Jesus. That, that's the life of discipline, 
business. What is it? Year 20? Crucifixion? No, I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about LeBron. Yeah. My God. <laughs> anyway, haters be gone. December Capricorns are legends. And then there's Daniel. Oh, no. Oh. Well, you know, January Capricorns, we have well, Martin, she's a, Martin she is a great business. She's a great businesswoman. Um, and a loyal friend, as we know, whether or not people are loyal to her back. So there's that. Anyway, just along, let's talk about um, yeah. let's talk about girls trip. Um, I'm like, I am enjoying it, but I'm really glad I don't need them to have a show. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I agree. Oh, I miss this. I need it in my veins, but I'm like. The amount of times they're referencing their own lines from 15 years ago is kind of weird and embarrassing. Like they keep trying to do a sound bite. It's very low stake. Um, it's very entertaining because it's yes. like, okay, like it's like living, reliving the old days, you know? Like, yes. I think the we were all so like high strung about them being off of TV and being like, no, like what? Because it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, the wool was pulled from under us without us having like a true goodbye with these women. But I think this was the goodbye that we needed. Yes. It's a nice, like, yes. Who is a nice hoorah. Is that the word? Hoorah? Yeah, last hoorah. Yeah, last hoorah. Um, because we are now invested in the new Roni women. And so just I like a true so American onto the next. Oh, by the way, you know what I didn't even share in our current events tab? What? That. Um, on Saturday, I was in New York because I pulled my pavit and I booked my flight to New York to get my Delta Gold points. And oh yeah, Andy Cohen was at my show for Madonna, and I got to watch Madonna um, make fun of him, and it was the funniest thing ever. I saw you're like the fact that I was there to witness this. I was like mere feet away, and I was just like, oh my god! Of course, Andy got a front row seat. At the very end of the runway of the show on the floor in like front and center. And I was like, you yeah. little bitch. Um, and like Madonna. So for those of you who don't know, I hate that I have to educate the youth on this. Um, aside from being Madonna and also the show is amazing. And if anybody has a chance to go see it, like even if you don't know her, the dancers were amazing. Her like transition segments were amazing. Like all this archival footage she pulled up. It was just like. I could watch it two or three more times to like process everything because there was so much going on. Bob the Drag Queen was her MC throughout the whole performance too. It was just so good. Anyways, so she has like only two segments where she stopped to like talk to the audience. And in the second one, she was like talking about how she almost died last summer. Like she literally said like, oh, I was just, you know, in my bathroom or whatever. And then I fell in my bathroom and I woke up in the ICU with like all six of my children just like staring at me. Like, I didn't know that I was about to die. She had a bacterial infection. Um, And anyone who's like heard about like complications and hospitalizations from that know that it's like, it's just crazy how those things. Yeah, I have happen. a friend. I think you know her. She now has like, or she would have like really bad migraines after she had a um bacterial infection, like. But yeah, like just like it, it's literally just so haphazard, like how they can come to be and how they can complicate and side effects. So anyway, she almost died last summer. So she had like postpone her whole U.S. tour and like start late. And so she was just talking about like, hey, like, you know, I'm just so grateful to be here. You know, we should all just be so grateful. And then it turned into her being like, 
yeah, Andy, are you grateful? You troublemaking queen. And then she's like, if you say one more thing about, and it's like her heckling, like, again, pop girlies today don't have like intelligence or sense of humor. So people don't understand like jokes, like funny. And so she was like heckling him. And she's like, if you say one more thing about me on your damn show, I swear to God. And she just like kept making fun of him. She like threw water on him. And then um, they're like, because she was talking about like having almost died. She like told everybody to put their lights up, you know, on their cell phones. And she's like, get them up, get them up. And she said, Andy, get it up. I'm sure you've heard that plenty. (laughs) She's so fucking funny. I have a clip of her saying like, I've always been so grateful my whole life. She goes, but I have a clip where she goes, I mean, I had a few cunty moments in the nineties where maybe I wasn't grateful, but all the other times I was grateful. Like she's so intelligent. So funny. She was like, in her first segment, she was like, I've been doing this for 40 fucking years. You know, anybody else who looks this good after 40 years of this shit and like, just amazing. She's like, there's a region. She's one of the originals. She's an icon. I literally could have just like sat and cried watching it. It was so, so good. And the bitch is still dancing. Not as much as she used to, but she still hit like some of her little signature moves and her dancers are amazing. And her daughter pop it. Two of her daughters, thank you. Two of her daughters were in the performance too. One of them played piano and one of them danced and did like a whole Vogue performance and stuff. It was good. Um, and then Jessel and Aaron were there, but they were obviously in a box somewhere. Far away from me, the peasant. Yeah, I was definitely paying attention and I was like, oh, they're up all the way up in a box and Ruby's probably yeah. in the front row somewhere screaming. I yeah. wish I wish I had had the money for like a floor seat because it would have been worth seeing like even closer. But I was like in the 100 level. It was in a basketball arena. So it was like still a pretty good view. But yeah, I if only if anybody wants to donate to my GoFundMe or buy me a ticket on a floor seat anywhere on this US tour, I'll accept I need to be in the pit, the GA pit, Dance Taria. <laughs> that was the name of one of them because that was like her first club where she'd perform. Anyways, okay, Madonna archive session over. Um, <laughs> back to girls trip and Roni because we were talking about new Roni, which is how we got here. Um, yes, I feel like you said this is a nice little send off so that we have like one more time with the girls. But I mean, they really, I could see, I could see a world and already a lot of people said this online where you put Kristen Takeman on Beverly Hills since she lives in Southern California mm-hmm. because she's still pretty young. Like she's really engaged. I thought it was very funny that Kelly's like whole angle is to make her seem like she's a fan or a host. I was like not anticipating their rivalry. Kelly's being Kelly. Like Kelly's, Kelly's just one Kelly. of those people that like, I feel like they're probably really smart, but it doesn't translate well because like, when you talk to her, I feel like you're like, is there anything going on upstairs? Like echoes, like knock, knock, anybody up there? Like now what's happening either. So you just see her eyes Ooh. rolling around in her head and the, and the, the filler in her cheeks. I just, I just need it. She looks, she's starting to look like a cat Muppet. It's very cat Muppet. And I'm like, you were so pretty. If you just take them out, take them mm-hmm. out. Um, also, I looked up, I was like, I wonder how much these women made for this show. Like, they made up to 250 k 250000 Yeah, each. I'm yeah. like, I, probably not Kristen, because they asked two <laughs> or three other people before. <laughs> wow, India. <laughs> she, she said, but probably not Kristen. 
Because, like, she's not that relevant. And they asked, like, two or other people before they asked her. I, think, I do like Jill how that, I do like how it out, <laughs> I like how it worked out, though. Because I feel like we get to see... I don't think Kristen is that different. But I think that we can appreciate Kristen now more than we did. Her yeah. First I think that they probably paid Ramona, Luann, Sonia, those three for sure, like, 250 Um... But I can't then, believe how quiet Ramona's racist ass has been on the show so far. She's been so she's got a man. She's like, I'm not trying to embarrass myself or my man. Um also every time she's on, I just keep remembering she's closer to 70 than 60. And I'm like, it's time for her to go, guys. Like, you really need to move on from her. Yeah, but you know. Although Sonia's bodily functions are giving pushing 70 more. Sonia like just gives me like such um anxiety about her finances because i'm like baby sell the house you're couch hopping you're doing all the things like so bad because like you know entrepreneurship is not easy and so even like this year last year like i would like cancel plans with my friends or just like oh i can't come because Mm -hmm. i just didn't feel like i could justify spending money when i literally like I'm still trying to figure shit out. You know what I mean? And like, make sure that I have a savings and all of this stuff. And so like her saying like, you know, her, like them being like, oh, like Sonia, like you never hang out with us. She's like, because I'm working. Like if I'm not getting paid, I can't just come with you guys on vacation. I can't just do these things. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. to still feel that way in like your, what is she, 60? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you have that big old townhouse to fucking sell and you may not have the money to sell it the way that you would want to at top dollar, but sell it, bitch, because I'm sure you're not paying. You didn't pay for the house. You got it's it out of your divorce. Pit. It's a money pit. You got it out of your divorce. Sell mm-hmm. it and move on with your life. And just downsize. Yeah. And just downsize instead of couch hopping. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah. I think it's just like people like, and that's like my fear. I mean, for myself, even it's just like. You just get used to like a certain amount of money and like you just continue to like get used to like what is that called like whatever creep like luxury creep or whatever and like you just don't want to go backwards and sometimes you do to like you have to to like recoup and rebuild and so she's just like I'd rather be stressed and like quote living this high level life doing all of this stuff than admit that like anything has to change. Honestly I have to remind myself my like to not live like a like a Atlanta black girl you know what I mean because Mm -hmm. or Atlanta black person and I'm not saying this is every city for black people but I feel like we my people would rather buy a bag than buy a house or put that money into a stock and Mm so I'm like I'm I want to live like the gringos do just a lot that's a lot of people in general you know yeah but like Put all their money in appearance stuff and not in like investments or like building their lives. Yeah. We're about the outside. Right. Whereas I have gringo friends who could buy all the purses that they wanted, but instead they choose to invest or they choose to save or they choose like they prioritize. They choose to travel Mm -hmm. over like a new bag, like, or, you know, like, or things like that. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, India, reshape reshaping your mind i haven't bought myself any new bags not one no i did buy. okay i have a bag on the way but it was cheap it was cheap 
not it was after she just was like and it wasn't oh, and it wasn't life. luxury it was on the way it was a charles and keith bag it was like 100 bucks like yeah that's fair wasn't very expensive so you know but i mean just saying yeah i have nothing new not i wouldn't say nothing new but like you just gotta stick to like staples capsule wardrobe again keep your things budget mm-hmm. eat what you want to eat but if i will never regret spending money on my travels because one day i'm gonna be the fuck at home and i'll be like thank god i said yes to all those other times i did stuff like as exhausted as i was this year when people are like why would you do that it's like that might never happen again and i don't want to be like oh i missed out on going to bali or montreal or to spend one more weekend with my grandmother or whatever because i should have like you said buying the xyz or go to dinner with the people i see all the time anyways yeah miss me on that baby i mean i still love a good a nice luxury good but there are just oh, other would, things that i want to I would prioritize to over a new bag but right now but yep you gotta invest baby even though I have a list of bags that I would just, I was up at three in the morning one day, just making a list. Like, Ooh, I love that. Love that. Love that. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, Let's take a break here and then just wrap it up for the year of 2023. Let's do it. Um, So let me think of any remaining moments of Roni. So like we said, Sonia's got our stress with her money and reminding us why we're going to be fiscally responsible in our thirties through fifties. So we're not like that. I mean, there won't be any, any retirement, like for us, there will be no social security. So we would have to figure it out. Um, Kristen and her husband and Ashley Madison. Dolly. Yeah, that was like, I, that's where she lost me because I was like, so pro Kristen. And then when she's like, no, I mean, he didn't cheat. I'm like, I love Ramona and Sonia just reading like the yes. list of like everything that happened. Cause like Ramona, that's the only time I do like Ramona is when she's like, wait a minute. But this whole, like, remember how in the early seasons, um, she'd be like, I become a maven about anything I'm interested about. Like if I care about something, I'm going to read about it. I'm going to find all the reviews. I'm going to compare like all of the things and then like come to the person that I trust the most. Yeah. Based on all. Like my, she does her own internal research. So. But all women do. And so I, the fact but that like Kristen Ramona, is acting like- Ramona is like another level. I'm just saying that like, I love that that's how she operates on everything. And so even like with this, <laughs> with this situation, she like pulls up the article. But I like how like weirdly understanding Ramona was above everybody else. Like where she was just like, listen, you stayed married. Like you figured yeah. it out. And like, that's your deal. You know, yeah, because like, Ramona understands. Both things can be true. Like you can be like, "This is person is full of shit." Like here's all the things that happened, but you can also be like, "But I'm not going to beat you up over it." Like if you've decided, like mm-hmm. you know, that's for you, and you have a good marriage and all that stuff. It was crazy seeing Kristen's kids like as teenagers too, because they were like little babies. I know. That always gets me on these shows, and also I love that Kelly's daughters are grown because that one that she keeps talking to on the phone was the little one, like when. She was really little. They were like making pancakes and she would write these notes and be like, my mom is crazy. (laughs) But she would write these shady notes and like hold it up to the cameraman on like those early seasons of Roni. And I was like, look at Teddy all grown up. (laughs) She said, you do you girl. Yeah. 
I love how she called out her mom though. I was like, yeah, you love to promise things to people. And then you like, don't want to admit it when it's time to like, (laughs) but Luann is so weird and desperate. So like Luann's mad at Kelly because Kelly keeps saying she's going to take her to a Rangers game. And Luann just wants to get um, like hockey dick. And so, but it's very Luann. Like it's very, Luann is so self-absorbed, so horny. Like she's so annoying. She's, um, she's another person I don't want to be like in my like I don't want to be like Sonia and Luann in my 60s let me tell you something I think they're both in their late 50s let me not age them that hard but like the desperation on both of them in different aspects is just too much for me I mean I enjoy the way that Luann flirts because she she can flirt up and down um, yeah I wish and I had love that her. they love that like that deep voice they like they love it. She's yeah. all like they just eat her. I mean, men do weirdly like like a deeper voice. What does that say about them? That they <laughs> <laughs> don't don't bait me because you knew what I was about to say. <laughs> oh no. Look, sexuality is fluid, okay? Like well, that's just I like just men loving like masculine sense. It was not going to be about their sexuality. I was going to say like they want to get pegged and like domineered. And probably that too. They're like, hey, little boy, want me to whip you around? Feeling Giovanni. Feeling Giovanni and as I feel you up the ass. Does it feel so good? Oh, you know who I was kind of like surprised that I loved um, when Dorinda was into the chef. <laughs> she goes, we could teach you a couple of things. I was like, wow, I've never seen Dorinda horny before because she know. was horny for John. So never <laughs> like I saw I saw Dorinda activated in a good way. Her rose was activated. And yeah. Like Ew. Gross. Um, <laughs> Do you know what said rose? Because of the rose toy yeah which by the please stop no no it's clean no 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 i want to imagine you in your bed just roasting yourself (laughs) no listen everybody not sponsored if you need a christmas present for yourself that's it I've been thinking about getting one. I because you know I have my gold, my 24 karat gold vibrator. So I've been thinking about getting something else. Why do you have a 24 karat gold? Well, it's a clit stimulator and it hangs around your neck. It was just like a thing that I saw and I was like, wow. It was like two hundred dollars. This is what she talked about living like an Atlanta girl. I didn't buy it. It was a gift. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so this one I didn't know was gonna come with like a tiny peen on it, but that I guess just adds to it. Ah, I'm traumatized. I'm already traumatized but it, but because. The, but the little peen doesn't vibrate. Look. So it's up the, to you. The less I know, the better. Tame Impala. Okay. Because I'm still traumatized from a friend who you know, and I'm helping her move in college, helping her move from place to place. And she's like, don't touch my lube that's on the corner of the. <laughs> my bed wall frame I'm Ew, like, I at least know how to put my stuff away it was just that that happened to be there I mean it was like hidden like behind and I was just like no you have to I need to be excused you have to pack your intimate wares away that's not well I need to be um, excused she, but she was so casually. You, don't touch my that 
that I device, won't. That device was $26 on Amazon, so I think it's a good deal. Oh, wow, that is a good deal. And it has like 10 different settings, so whatever you're in the mood for. Oh, well, send me the link. Just don't show it to me again. I can't. I'm going to throw it's up. It's clean. I'm going to throw up. It's just an accessory. It's next to your bed. And like all I will be able to think about is you just That's jizzing That's not usually yourself. where it is. I have a drawer, but I just sat it down there this morning after. Because what? <laughs> you guys. Hi, everybody. Ooh, sexual virgin health ears, is a- virgin ears. Listen, sexual That's health is an sacred. important part of it. Exactly, which is why I'm using that device instead of meeting strangers online. God, you little horny rascal. Because my relationship with my body is sacred and I treat myself like a temple. I'm also in my luteal phase with like my period on the brink. And well, that's why you feel like such a little gross monster. Ugh. I'm in my follicular phase leading up to ovulatory. Ew. But that means I'm going to be like corny on Christmas, which is not. <laughs> at home with my parents maybe you'll like maybe you'll have like a hallmark moment with like some man in germany no i've been going there for four years so i've I've seen what they travel there's only one seat left on delta one people travel please lord let me have that delta one seat you could have a cat you could have a castle for christmas moment a royal prince something i don't know whatever those hallmark movies be doing India has never seen the town that my parents live in. Anyways. Every town um, has dick. Yeah, but not sacred dick. It could be. You never know. I love your optimism. You put your little vagine out there. It's cold out there. I can't have my vagine out. Tuck it away. It's, it's, It's under underwear, tights, pants, boots. She covered. Well, just you know if you see a man just you know a gentleman the way, the way that india's pendulum has swung in the past five minutes of this conversation look she really wants it for me though i appreciate it i just don't want to <laughs> hear about you it. wrote on my picture you were like oh i can see the lifetime holiday movie of a little puerto rican princess in the cold winter <laughs> of canada i was like bitch i'm already home <laughs> Anywho. I love making like little scenes for you. I, I I I clearly watch a lot of rom-com and read a lot of rom-com. Yes, thank you so much. Um any other lingering thoughts for girls trip? I'm enjoying it, but I'm I think I'm on the same page as you. I'm glad we have this and I hope this is the goodbye. I don't need I don't need much more from these women cuz they just haven't grown. You know what I mean? Like it's just not fun. In the same I mean, way. I mean, Ramona's it's literally the only bit. one that has grown. She hasn't, but is locked up because she has a boyfriend. I mean, but that we see, like, she's the only one that, like, has has some growth. Everyone else is just kind of like, okay, we don't know Kristen enough, even though they keep calling her the wrong name. Kirsten. (laughs) Oh, my God. I loved that. I was on the same season with you. I know. I love that Ramona didn't realize that Kristen and Dorinda had done a season together. (laughs) It is kind of crazy, though, because it was like a huge overlap and got overshadowed by Bethany coming back. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, Kristen's husband used to work for Diddy. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 
Oh my, did you In see business. the post circulating of Heather Holla Thompson with like the monkey door knocker? What do you mean monkey door knocker? What's that? What is a monkey like, door knocker? Literally like a, a door accessory that's a monkey and people are like this racist bitch. And I'm like, I told you guys. So she, did, she has a monkey door knocker? Yeah. Where? On uh, on somebody, on her door somewhere. Like, why, <laughs> why am I explaining this to you like it's anything more than what I'm quite literally saying. I'm just, I don't understand. She can't, what is the ref? I don't. But like, does she mean that to be racist? I don't know. It says no monkeying around. And a bunch of people said that it's wrong. People, I mean, honestly, I think our world is just so sensitive. Like monkeys Someone said using racist tropes as decor or posing with them for the gram is never okay. But how is that how is that a racial trope? I think it's because the monkey's holding chains. Oh, yeah. Okay. It it's not necessary. I'll say that. It's definitely not necessary. It's, it's border. That brings down Heather Thompson. I'm pro. <laughs> It's definitely no, borderline. Like, okay, what do you mean by this, Holla Thompson? But didn't Heather work for Diddy too? She did, and she worked for Diddy, and she worked for um, House of Darion. So that's why she thinks she can say Holla and call people Mama and shit, which is why I've always hated her because she's an appropriative motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, Josh has seen some things with Diddy. I'm sure. Um. You know, Josh has probably said a word before. Duh. For sure. For sure. Um, anyways, um, because like on Kristen's early season, she used to call Josh player all the time. She's like, listen, player. And I'm like, wow, be whiter. But you know, bad boys for life and whatnot. Okay, whatever. Um, um so yeah that's our show it's our last show of 2023 yeah i want to hear like you're like you know what what would you say like this year was for you little rubes exhausting i'm tired three words three words exhausting no i'm kidding um oh my gosh don't put me on the spot india do you have three words okay yes Not yes, that's the word. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And okay. I will say transformative. Wow. Enlightening. And transformative, enlightening. And um, okay, I don't know. That's all I got. Transformative and enlightening. It doesn't have to be three words. It can just be what the vibe was. Like, for me the energy was full throttle yeah i feel like i left no stone unturned i just went for everything said yes to everything probably went a little too hard in the paint this year so 2024 i'm never gonna say never but i'm going to focus inward for the first couple of months and like recharge and recalibrate everyone does that and like focus in on wow she just shot me down you guys <laughs> what everybody as busy as i was this year no 
also they probably were but like in different ways you know like I've had like a lot of friends who had kids like people like you with like your own businesses and stuff you know what I mean like everybody was busy but was everybody out of town this much no no I remember the beginning of this year you were like my social calendar is so full I have something every month also PTO 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 you know what people don't want to acknowledge I was home all summer all I did was like go up to my pool and tan and like go to work but what two months I just three three to four you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. April April through um August you were not home all April through August you took a couple trips within that I remember you went to a winery. I like, remember I went to a wine weekend. Like I was in Virginia. Like to me, that's a local. Like if I go to DC or somewhere in Virginia, that's local. Bitch, if that's still leaving plane, your that's house. <laughs> okay, correct. But I wasn't traveling. That is traveling. Not for me. Oh God. <laughs> that's a day trip, guys. That's a day trip. That's a weekend getaway. That is traveling, a I gotta get on a plane. If I have to take a plane to get there, we're traveling. Okay. Minnesota, California, Puerto Rico, other places. The only place I went to this year was Virginia. And regrettably. It is. And you got to see me. So I did. Nice <laughs> I just said regrettably. You know, I came to Virginia three times. Well, it will be my third time. I'm like, I'm yeah. spoiling y'all. I'm not coming yeah, at all next year. You gave year. us October, November, and December, India. And July. I didn't come in November. July, October, oh, and December. Thanksgiving. My bad. No, I was my wisdom teeth. I was too hurt. Oh yeah. That's why I'm going home for Christmas because got it. I left them in the dust for Thanksgiving. Um, but yes. yeah, I think but this year. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to operate. Like, I'm just gonna like I haven't said yes to anything yet, and I'm going to be mindful. Okay. Like that, I have to balance it. Like that, like for every action, there's a react. You know what I mean? Like there's a recovery. You know yeah and just like again if i travel keep it domestic within the state we'll see how long that's called traveling now we'll see how long that lasts um for me i'm not gonna go anywhere i'm just saying i'm not gonna go as hard as i did this year for me 2024 will be about expansion because i feel like this year was very transformative when it came to my lack of tolerance for things that i used to put up with um, me loving myself more and being okay with like telling people how it is versus like being afraid to, um, my faith in things working out, like has strengthened this year and like me just loving myself more. So next year is about expansion and building on my business and things are going so well right now. So yeah, well, things are going so well in general. That's good. Also, I feel like the age that you're in is like an expansion year. Like the age you're finishing is an expansion year. So that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, 32 is. So. Um, but yeah. No, I'll be 33 next year. I know. I'm saying you're finishing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 33 it just happens definitely. to be like, that's your focus right now. But like you're finishing an expansion year, like and going into a legacy year. For, yeah, I literally feel like my, I had I'll an extended Saturn return. And um, um so excited for it to be over. Yeah, I have, I like, I'm always worried about the evil eye. So I'll tell you elsewhere what my thoughts for 2024 are. 
but there are thoughts okay not everybody needs to hear them very I'm less trusting and open than you are that's why we're a little yin and yang tiki tick. I think it's my Taurus rising actually I don't know my Aquarius Venus that um I've like heard much discussion about Taurus men recently and I'm like very much a fan David Beckham mm. the guy from Bridgerton mm. you will get good food you know that the house will be clean and they they will be clean and they, you and know that they'll be well energy. dressed and chill like energy because I used to date a lot of crazy people yeah chill energy good food good sex clean wow what more can I ask for <laughs> really I say this is yeah, a that's 2024 <laughs> <laughs> like the parent trap and she goes like this with the yeah. double cross fingers swear but if you've seen the parent trap and you remember i think it's annie posing as hallie when like hallie drives away in the limo yeah she's like and she crosses both of her fingers and her hands man delta got rid of that one on the plane so i'll have to watch spy kids (laughs) (laughs) every time i see them warm up that fucking mcdonald's i'm like (laughs) 10 year old me was like this is legendary you know why Spy Kids matters? Inclusivity. Because I saw myself in that mixed Latinx family. All the Vegas. Yeah, Alexa Vega, Antonio Banderas. Junie! I will say that those little creatures freak me the fuck out, especially when they did <gasps> it in so reverse. Cool. They're like, the me, save me, save me. I'm like, they're so scary. Yeah. but No, not I the thought- thumbs. The people that turned, that they turned into monsters that were speaking backwards is your oh, yeah. yeah and but they were speaking backwards and so then when they played it like help me help me save me save me i'm like this is chaos i mean that movie was made by somebody on drugs for sure <laughs> <laughs> but i always wanted to be a spy as a child so it me really me up. spy kids and charlie's angels really sealed that in for me yeah i really at like in college i looked up like being the cia and then it said you this couldn't smoke weed for like a year. And I was like, well, I'm out. <laughs> I think what I convinced myself, the reason I couldn't do anything was like, I hate being underwater and holding my breath. So I was that like, too. well, I'm out. Like, that was my reason. Because Quantico was like, I was Listen like, oh my God, that could be a badass bitch. <laughs> Andy and I both were like, we could be CIA agents. And then we both found two of the most arbitrary reasons to be like, well, <laughs> actually not for us this is not for me god we are embarrassingly compatible but i mean i also wanted to be a secret a victoria's secret angel and a a a dj i thought that that would be like such a cool life and then i'm like india you hate people where are you gonna dj at yeah you're trying to be dj jordy jor (laughs) but not with uh playboy (laughs) i hurt right now (laughs) snort um, I mean, it would be a dream to be Victoria's Secret Angel, but I never like thought like, oh, I could do that because, you know, they don't do curve models. So. I mean, I was literally a size zero for 50, 11 years. So I was like, I'm perfect. Oh, my God. That's like the ANTM brainwashing. Literally. Like when I think about the Every way that I used to be. wanted to be a model because of ANTM. I can't. The way that I used to be in stores and say, oh, my gosh. 
they have a double zero because I was a double zero, like is insanity to think about. Like I could probably well, fit a toe in those jeans at this point. I was like, I could never relate, but I'm glad that that was a time for you. Not a good time. I think back on that. I'm like, bitch, you were insane. Well, you know, there's that. Ruby, also, you'll be so happy and proud of me because a bitch has been eating breakfast. Oh, wow. Oatmeal. We love oatmeal. Yeah. I, I, had, oatmeal. I had oatmeal this morning. Well, okay, it wasn't this That's morning. actually what I got to ask my mom to make me when I visit. She makes really good, like, a different style oatmeal. See, okay, it wasn't this morning. It was, like, noon. But still, I had oatmeal, and then I had, like, another meal, and then I ate dinner at 5.30 wow i know maybe 33 is the year (laughs) where she eats three meals a day y'all and learns the value of that maybe we'll see can't make any promises i'll have to listen in 2024 to find out (laughs) because little india baby will be 33 in three weeks question mark yeah like 25 days 25 days Till the Pippin year, Scotty, not Larsa. Yeah, that part. Jesus also, but sure. Yeah, but that's also getting tired that people keep saying that. So we need to move on. Pippin year. Pippin. Well, everybody, follow us at Pop of Color Pod on Instagram and Twitter. More importantly, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Rate us five stars because we're five stars of fun. And, you know... India, tell them something inspirational about the holidays and like relaxing and taking care of themselves and pouring into their cup and shit. Sure. Anything that you didn't get done this year, it's okay. Have grace for yourself and just learn to do better for next year. And maybe. (laughs) I know this is the way you were like, and do better. (laughs) In the sense of have grace for yourself, say we didn't get it done this year and it's okay. And put it on your list of things. Hold yourself accountable for the next year. And start now. Don't start your habits January 1st. Start them now. Yeah, don't wait. Yeah, just early bird catches a worm. So start them now. Build on that. So then when the first comes, it's no shocker. Because you've got two weeks down pack of, you know. The secret to manifestation is living as if you've already received what you're asking for. So you need to act like a person worthy period of the manifestations don't be acting like the scrub you were before yeah and just practice more gratitude like even though you don't have what you want yet what do you have that you're grateful for because you're in a way different space than you this time december 20th as we're recording tomorrow the 21st you're in a way better spot than you maybe last year yeah december 21st only gonna get brighter from tomorrow on bloop bloop brighter like because like tomorrow's the shortest day so after tomorrow the light will increase into the summer solstice oh oh okay great um that too so tomorrow's the darkest so when you're listening to this you may feel the worst of the winter effects but just know that this is as bad as it's gonna get and it's only gonna move on from here yeah grace and gratitude and, and I'm sorry to everybody I sent an email to this week because I'm a harder worker than you slash didn't have holiday PTO because I used it all. Yeah. Anyway, and save your PTO people. Don't be like Ruby. 
I mean, I rationed it throughout the year and used it all. Because you can either use it or you can lose it. Well, and ration it all. My PTO, I lost my mind. Happy Well, birthday. ration it and think about how you will be <laughs> this week in December <laughs> next year and save a day. <laughs> save a day. I literally, I had two days and I was like, I don't want to work remote when I'm in Canada. So I was like, if I have them, use them. And you know what? I did push it a little too hard, you guys. And so that's a lesson I've learned to take into next year. Yeah. Is to take it a little easy. And just because it's available doesn't mean you got to use it and take it. Yeah. And allow for rest. I tell myself that rest and reset, which is why I'm not doing shit tomorrow. I said, we're done until next week when I get back. Everything can be okay. After tomorrow, I won't do anything till next year, at least work-wise. Well, lucky. Okay, well, everybody have a safe and happy holiday, whichever winter holiday you partake in, because we are what? Inclusive. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas. Hanukkah's over, but hope you had a good one if you partake yeah whatever um winter solstice all of the good stuff oh yeah winter solstice i'm fading quickly i'm probably going to bed in the next 10 minutes because yeah i'm gonna drink some more bread and butter and make something else to eat because today again is my only day that i can stay up and party i had my little protein shake after dance i'm gonna have more water and i'm gonna go to bed wow Meal of champions. Well, I mean, I had dinner. I had tacos, but you know, that post cardio, you need a little protein so that you feel full up and you're not like eating crazy ratchet shit late at night. Tacos sound amazing. Yeah, babe. Tacos are like the easiest move ever. That's my go-to dinner all the time. I'm not going anywhere for tacos. I get a little high carby because I'm like, yeah, and I need corn chips in addition to corn tortillas. And then I just have like some chicken and like a serving of vegetables. Yeah, I'm gonna just make something here um and call it a day. But anyway, guys, right, well, be blessed. We love you. Thanks for supporting us. You know, cry on the inside like a winner. Happy 2023. Or cry on the outside if you need to. Bye. Gross, no. <laughs>